What's going on, everybody? Vibe Checkers is back. We are check, here. Check. <laughs> we are here. Mark Ellis. We have a special guest in the building today. Randy Stats. Randy is from Six Nations, Ontario, Canada. He attended Onondaga Community College before transferring to the one and only powerhouse Syracuse University. While at Onondaga, he was a two-time NJCAA Offensive Player of the Year and first-team All-American. He led the NJCAA in scoring with 139 points in 2012. He then followed that up and he then followed that up at tw in 2014 at Syracuse with the Torton Award nominee as National Player of the Year as a junior. His senior year, he ended his career as an All-American and was drafted by the Rochester Rattlers in 2015. He was also drafted in the first round six overall in the 2015 NLL draft. And then following that, he was Rookie of the Year in the NLL. Let's just say this guy can play the game of lacrosse. Randy, what's good, brother? And my man wears Yo, old spice deodorant. <laughs> old spice oh, yeah. deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has it all. Thanks for having me, boys. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely, Thank you. Man. So we'll get right into it. Randy, so I just have to ask, you know, with me playing lacrosse, um, and I never really understood uh, kind of the spiritual aspect that comes from, uh, you know, the Native Americans when it comes to lacrosse. Um, is there any way you can kind of dive into that for someone who's not, understanding or, or a new fan um, because you you obviously look at the dynamics between a regular cross player and a Native American and they're two completely polar you know opposite reasons um, and yeah. you guys have a very interesting reason why you guys play the game so let's dive right into that if you don't mind uh, and, and yeah get right to um, there's a lot that goes into that I think you know yeah. this this game has been passed down you know for for hundreds of years from from you know my ancestors and, and it, it even goes beyond that, you know, like, um, so it, it's pretty long, but you know, like for me, um, where I grow up, you know, this game has been a part of who we are as people it's in our blood. And, um, I, I, I always use this example. It's kind of crazy. You know, my dad played, his dad played and his dad played, you know, so yeah. that's like three generations right there. And, and that just keeps going back. And my family's not the only family like that where I where I live. You know, there's multiple families that have had this game passed down to them um, through their fathers normally. Uh, so you know, it's always if you if you take a cruise around the res, you, you in the summertime there, there's usually uh, a backyard game going on or someone shooting around on their net. And um, for me, you know, that that's amazing to see and. And the connection um, for me too is, you know, this game is, is it, it's meant to be played with a, a clear mind and a, a positive attitude. And what that means is, you know, you're not going out there trying to hurt somebody. You're not going out there, you know, thinking negative thoughts for other people, you know? Um, so once for me, anyways, once I step on the floor, you know, I, everything outside of my life kind of goes away and, and it becomes like a, a getaway, I guess you can say, and, and that's kind of our connection. And I think, um, you know, it just, it's just crazy to see, you know, if you come to a game here, uh, all I played growing up was box across. So if you come to a box game here, uh, there's usually like, at least like, you know, if there, if it's a playoff game, like 2000 people, you know, wow. jammed in an arena. So, uh, the community really loves it and the, and the people love it. And I think sometimes the people live through the, the players, which is pretty cool. That's dope. Yeah. Awesome. 2000. Wow. 
Crazy. Yeah. So, so obviously, like, um, the game has been impacted you and your family, and I think your your heritage is life for the since since forever, since the beginning of time. So, what what was the biggest impact you think in your life? Was it your dad with the lacrosse stick, and obviously his dad? Is that like tell us how that works? Um, and obviously in your culture, does um explain that to us, please. So, um, I guess my, my dad had a very big impact on on my playing career. He he played uh, growing up, like like I said, um. And it's, it's tough because, you know, he, he wasn't the only factor because yeah. all my friends played, all my cousins played. And so it was always around me. And then it just kind of built, built up into, it wasn't, it was just a love of the game. You know, I would take my stick everywhere, sleep with my stick. Um, I, my, I was, uh, I guess I was forced <laughs> to play with a wooden stick until I was probably like, 11 or 12. Wow. Um, so I always, I grow up gr growing up. I always played with a wooden stick. And then um, once I got a little older, obviously I got to kind of switch it up and, and get with it. Uh, what was everyone else was doing basically. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it's just interesting to see because my brother plays too. Right. And, you know, me, him and my dad and my cousins would always just rip around in the backyard and, um, it's it's just cool to see the 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 tightness the tightness of it. So now I gotta ask you. So I think Mark hit on it hit it on the head um, in regards to just kind of giving back and uh, just passing it down from generations. Um, so yeah. you know, obviously, you and Brandon launched what we call Turtle Island. And when I saw it, I thought it was it, it, you guys hit the ground running right away. You guys were making strides uh, right away. Yeah. Uh, and I said, you know, Bombberry. I mean. Every time I'm on his Instagram, every time I'm on your Instagram, there's kids. Uh, it's 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 just it's amazing to it's see. see. Kind of yeah. explain what uh, you know the mission and, and kind of explain the overall objective of Turtle Island um, for those who don't know about it. Yeah, so Turtle Island is a part of our creation story, and it's basically what we sit on right now as North America. Um, so our message is, is that we want to spread the game across Turtle Island. Um, so there's two sides of Turtle Island Lacrosse, one being uh, our charity side where we want to go to different reserves who don't have the game or have the game taken away from them. Um, and inner city kids who don't really have that um, privilege either. And then, so for example, we were supposed to go to South Dakota in October and donate uh, 160 sticks and wow kind of revive the sport there and 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 try to get them back on their feet because i don't know if you've ever heard of it but they kind of got kicked out of their league um essentially for for being native which is which is brutal so we wanted to bring some awareness to that and it got canceled but we're definitely going to get back out there so that's one side of it and then the other side is you know doing camps and clinics and, and stuff like that and the biggest thing too is we want to educate native and non-native people on where this game comes from. Um, you know, who I am as a person, uh, my experiences growing up on the reserve and, you know, relating to these kids, because a lot of times, you know, if someone not from here comes in and, and talks and stuff like that, they can't really relate to that, you know, because they don't know what it's like growing up here. Um, you know, it's definitely different than a lot of places. And, you know, I still live here to this day and I don't plan on leaving, but um, 
our goal is to educate them, native and non-native kids, to to break the stereotypes, I guess, for for the non-native people that ha- that they have on 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 my my people, you know, yeah. which is pretty crazy because I I still get ridiculous questions asked <laughs> um, to me this day about like where I live and you know just stuff like that. So it's uh, I just want to break those barriers and kind of use lacrosse as that vehicle. That's awesome. So um, <clears throat> obviously going to Onondaga um, and then going to Syracuse, did that did you being close to home have an impact on where did you go to school? Yeah, that definitely had an impact. I think the the big impact for me is was watching Cody Jameson and, and Sid Smith and and mm. them being from here. And it kind of gave me a sense of I could do it too type thing. Like, oh, they're doing it, you know, like why can't I? And, and, you know, watching the other native guys that went through Syracuse, like Brett Bucktooth, uh, Marshall Abrams, um, I'm missing some guys, but uh, yeah. yeah. So just that whole thing, you know, it was a big, uh, big, if they can, uh, why can't I too? So that, that kind of pushed me to that. Yeah. So, so, um, so kind of, I hit back on stereotypes with native Americans in our game. Um, do you, I've always felt like, and I can't remember, it was a couple years ago because like I said, I was ignorant to, to the spiritual aspect and and the creation of this game, which I think a lot of lacrosse players are, but once you have that opportunity and you come in contact with a native American and you just see, they carry themselves in a different way, right? Like they just carry themselves in a different way. Um, and it's amazing to see, but I have a question in terms of, you know, the stereotypes that we possibly, um, hear are there guys in a reservation who don't make it out who are just legends that we have not seen who hidden talent yeah there's hidden a talent where you're like you have no idea like there's a loud thompson but then there's this let's say whatever name you know where you're like yo if that kid would have made it he would have been the best player in the world like you know what i mean yeah, is that yeah. a lot of hidden talent? i can't imagine a lot of diamonds that happens all the time <laughs> you know i think um I'm the only one out of my friends that like my age group anyways, that still play. And wow. there was at least like two or three dudes that, you know, were good as me or better. And it's crazy. Yeah. And it, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. I think a lot of people, so this is how I explain it. A lot of people are, are kind of afraid, not afraid, um, nervous, I guess, to, to leave because, you know, we're such a tight knit community and family and friends are everywhere. You see the same people. You don't really see, um, too many white people. You don't see too many Asians, uh, you know, not too many African-Americans because it's all native. It's that's basically all that lives here and, and people get comfortable with that and I think it has something to do with um the mistreatment that we've had before um you know not trusting I think trust is a big thing with our people um for example like trusting a college coach like that's Mm. or a high school coach to go to prep school you know that that's kind of like you know parents and and people trusting somebody who's non-native and probably you know white to uh kind of look after their child and and take care of their child while they're there for four 
four or whatever years. So, um, wow. yes, there's definitely that. And I think, you know, that's kind of the reason why it's kind of tough for some people to leave at times. Do those guys still pick up their sticks? Like I've talked to, I could just tell, I just probably know if you're like, like in my, like Mark could probably kind of, you know, speak on this as well. Like, you know, if you come from like an area, like where, you know, there's a lot of good athletes. Like I know there were guys that I grew up with and I have friends who are in the NFL now, but I have friends who I grew up with who I'm like, yo, you have no idea. Like we could be down, you know, driving down Roswell road and I see someone I went to high school with and I'm like, you have no idea like what that kid could have been if he didn't get you know, in trouble or whatever it is. Like, and so there's like, I call them like hood local legends. Like they're Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like, but it's like it's crazy because like you see this and it's like yo this kid like could have been yeah like he he could have been the best so like i always wondered you know on the reservation if you guys are driving around like because it's such a tight-knit community is there ever an opportunity like fuck oh there's you know joe over there you have no idea how good joe was man if he would have made it out (laughs) god like you know what i mean and you you see him more frequently than i like you probably would because you guys live like in a city more area right and sure there's like 15,000 people here. It's not that big. So, so everyone much. knows everyone. Yeah. yeah. I run into the everyone all the time. Um, so is that pressure? Is it pressure to go to college and play look like at the top level? Is that pressure there? Is it just because you guys are so tight knit? Not, it- not from my family. No. Yeah. Um, more of the pressure was from myself and achieving mm. my goals. You know, uh, I wasn't really pushed in school to do you know good I think my parents were just happy with me graduating high school and and you know going to OCC and and graduating there and then going to Syracuse and then uh graduating there so it was kind of yeah yeah, it was just my my internal pressure and to get get it done and and walk walk into the dome yeah so (laughs) now we talk about Syracuse like obviously like we'll be honest like cross culture we fucking it's it's hard like it's fucking it's yeah. it's it's not fun and being a native american and and understand understanding what this game actually means to you um when, when you stepped into you know the carrier dome and, and you stepped into that culture like did you ever feel like you were out of place or was the natives who came before you did they set the tone to where you stepped in it was a native friendly uh you know and atmosphere or was it just kind of like all right what the fuck is going on right now like you know no. <laughs> I think it, it was a native friendly atmosphere <laughs> um you know on a dog is like t- 12 minutes down the road and oh so you're good <laughs> you're good <laughs> yeah but yeah I got I got backup but yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it was definitely different for me like I said man growing up like I never really um interacted uh you know obviously a, a little bit here and there, you know, with the, with, with white people, not too much with Asians or African-Americans, you know, because it just wasn't, a, you know, they're, yeah. they're not really around. And I think that was a, a thing for me, um, you know, going to Syracuse into like a city. Cause I don't live in a city. I live, you know, we live kind of tucked away um, yeah. from everything. So it was, it was interesting to, it kind of opened my mind to a whole new world and it was just like, Whoa. And, you know, I loved it. And it's, uh, it, it's cool to see different stories and, and to share my own story because everyone's different. And, and I, I find uh, great value in that. Yeah. So kind of 
obviously having success. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Obviously having a success at uh, Onondaga and then Syracuse, then obviously to the professional level, indoor and outdoor. My question to you is now, how is that family dynamic now? Because you, now you have two brothers who are in two different leagues, both professionals. I can imagine how competitive you guys are when it comes to lacrosse. <laughs> so give us some, some insight about that, please. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't played my brother against him in field lacrosse, only in box, but yeah. Uh, it's funny. My sister had like a seal shirt on before. She's like, I'm going to wear this when you guys play Austin. Uh, and I was like, whatever, go ahead. I get to beat both of <laughs> you one night. So it's all good. <laughs> that um, is awesome. Yeah. We do some chirping here and there. You know, he, uh, my parents are, 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 are proud of us, you know, and, and they put a lot of work in, into getting us and paying for stuff. I didn't grow up, uh, um, with a lot of money. So, uh, getting, you know, getting places and, and doing stuff like that was, uh, was definitely on them and they made it happen for me and him. So, uh, yeah. So Randy, I got to ask you, you know, you have two daughters now, right? Yeah. Two amazing daughters, right? Um, yes. So what is your concern? And cause I guarantee you, they're already probably picking up the lacrosse stick right now. So when you're, when they get to that level, when you have, uh, you know, coaches, coming in asking you, you know, Hey, you know, are recruiting your daughters, you know, what is yeah. your biggest concern and, and, and mm. what are the things that are going to be important to you um, when it's time? Um, I don't think I'm going to push them to do anything they don't want to do. Uh, first and foremost, if it's lacrosse, if it's not lacrosse, um, I'm going to support them anyway. The things that I want to do better as is just, let them know it's okay to be who they are and it's okay to speak their mind. And um, if they don't think something's right or someone says something uh, rude towards them or their culture to kind of stand up to that, you know, and, and kind of educate them on who she is as a person or who they are as people. Um, you know, because I feel like a lot of times people like those, those, uh, um stereotypes are, are all the time and I and I want them to feel okay with speaking their mind on that and I think being with the Iroquois Nationals now and and starting our players committee and trying to get um everything on the same page I think you know it's something th my daughters actually kind of they didn't push me obviously because they're so young but they in my mind you know I want to set that stepping stone for the next generation absolutely Wow. Yeah. That's strong. So like, so Connie's follow up with that. Well, like, what do you think your, what do you think you want your legacy to be um, in the lacrosse world and, and back home? Like, what do you, like, what do you think you stand for? You want to leave like, when you leave this earth, like what is, what is that thing you want to be left with or be people know about Andy? That's crazy. I've never thought about that. Um, I think, you know, just to be a straight up dude, um, you know, I don't, I don't bullshit. I, I don't beat around the bush too often. And yeah. I think, I think just being straight up and, and fair and honest and, and just a good person. Um, that's kind of my thing. I don't think the lacrosse defines who you are as, as a, as a person, at least I try not to let that. It's uh, it's definitely given me a lot in my life and I, I, I'm grateful for that, but I think just being a good person and, and, you know, I enjoying the relationships I've built through, through my uh through my life 
Yeah. So Randy, obviously I have to ask this question. Like I had the opportunity to play with you down in Atlanta and yes, I mean, sir. I fucking loved it. And I, and I think I built a good relationship with you, but playing with you is so fucking hard because you don't know when that <laughs> ball is coming to you. And the amount of oh, times God. we're doing a four V three and you're looking the other way and that ball just smacks me in the head. I'm like, Damn, <laughs> I got to play. I got to play it off. Like I saw it. I got to play it off. Like I got it. Like, like, yes, missed. Yes, missed. Yeah. So, so for you, obviously a lot of that <laughs> bagging, you said, well, I know. Yeah. He's like, come on, dude. I'm like, dog, I ain't used to this shit. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, which is easier for you, indoor or outdoor, man? I got to ask, you know, because you're beast in both. So so what are you What are you more Easier with? or more fun because it's easier? I, think it's I don't different. think anything's easier. You know, you're going to go against, you know, professional athletes. So not, I don't think nothing's easier. But I do find more fun in the, in the indoor game. Um, really? Just yeah. because. A lot of people do, I feel like. Yeah, just because, like I said, I started playing when I was three years old and I was playing indoor. I'm 28. I'm turning 28. So a lot of years, 25 years. <laughs> and oh, yeah. then, so just growing up and then like a lot of times when we play in playoffs, it's seven game series. So it's like hockey, you're just battling and, and the, it's so tight and, and, and rough, you know? So um, the, the decisions and the shots that you got to make are, are, uh, you know, they, they got to count kind of. <laughs> so who, you, you so so thinking back at it, like looking into, you know, indoor, outdoor, who as a matchup defensively gives you the most problems when you're like, mm. when you step on, you're like, damn, I'm about to battle this guy. I got to get like, who gives yeah. you the most problems? What player? Uh, there's a lot. I mean, there's kind of a lot because I, I'm not the fastest dude or the <laughs> most agile. So I just kind of got to back into everyone. But, uh, you know, um, I'm blanking on his name right now. The guy from the Bayhawks, 27. Um, they call him Moose. Oh, oh there's Warren. a lot. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Warren, yeah. yeah. He, really? He's, he's tough. Yeah, he's strong. And he's left-handed. So, like, when I go up my right side, he's – Oh, he's, he's right there. Control. He sticks up field. And then I would say Tucker Durkin is probably the second – or is right there, too. You know, that dude. He's uh, – He's kind of beast. <laughs> he <laughs> got is tough. <laughs> Absolutely. So so it was so crazy. So going going down to uh, what were we in Baltimore? I don't know. We were Navy, and yeah, uh, yeah. I'm no joke. We get off the bus. We're all handing out, and we're like, "You'll think Randy's playing, man. He's having a kid." And I'm like, "This." <laughs> I'm pumped up. All of a sudden, <laughs> we go back in the goddamn meeting. My coach walks in and goes. Yeah, Randy just walked. I think he's playing. <laughs> We're like, fuck. <laughs> no, I, just I see up. Him. Yeah, I see, I see him in the fucking, like, in the main entrance. Look at this. Hey, fuck, he is here. Yeah. He is here. Yo, because I was in, I was in, uh, I was in Mark Matthews' room because someone hit your truck. Like, someone, yeah, like, dude, screwed, I was at yeah. Five guys. Yeah, yeah, you're at Five Guys. I was like, I was so, getting, so they were like. I was getting a pre-practice burger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Obviously, Shane was like, yeah, I don't know if Randall's coming. Obviously, you know, Shane's in La La Land. And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, yeah. yo, that means they're going to – Bryce is going to have to carry that team, which is like, I'd rather have – all right, that's that's sick. All right. And then all of a sudden, the door opens. Randy comes in. Like, he walks in like damn. fucking – I'm like, fuck, man. Fuck. Oh, my God. I was like, fuck. I saw him. The, I saw him. In the, I tried to act like I was happy to see him. Like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> hey, what the fuck are you doing here, eh? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, don't you have a kid and it's a pandemic? Get home. <laughs> that was a crazy decision but um you know worked out pretty well 
Yeah. Well. So Randy, growing up, you know, who was your idol, man? Lacrosse wise. Yeah. Who was your idol? Uh, Cody Jameson and uh, Craig Mm. Point. I would say those two guys, you know, they're still, um, I would consider Craig Point like kind of like a brother to me Um, and, and kind of the same with Cody, you know, they live here with me, you know, I was with them almost every day. So watching them go to college and play division one um except craig didn't he went to pro but you know just being around it kind of made me like want it you know and so yeah i would say those two guys so so my my question is what if you weren't playing lacrosse professionally what sport would you play professionally oh god i uh i grew up playing basketball and hockey oh okay so i I don't know. I mean, I don't do either now. <laughs> I mean, I play a little <laughs> hockey. I don't, I don't ball too much. I, I golf a lot. So wow, I don't okay. even know, dude. Yeah. So, golf. I mean, yeah, I golf a lot. They're hanging around a white man. Or Tiger Woods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But um, no, we got a course right down the road from my house and I just, you know, it's pretty easy. That's dope. So, uh, so I got one last question and, and oh, let me explain God. this scenario. Oh, so God. when you guys were playing the lizards, Oh God. Oh, and, I know and, exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Oh, you, you, you think, you think, you think. <laughs> so when you were playing the lizards and I, did you, did you know Mark before the game? Like, did you know Mark, but did you and Mark have a relationship before? No, I knew of him though. We knew of him. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, Cause I thought you guys just missed each other. Cause he gave you a big fat hug. So yeah. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. And so, no. so when you, when he decided <laughs> oh, to give you that God. hug and you threw that behind the back pass, what was going through your head other than what the fuck is this guy doing? Well, the first thing was, I was like, Oh, I got a shorty. I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. I'm going to go to the rack, you know? And then I don't know. I just kind of felt like someone over top of me and I was just like, Oh man, <laughs> I don't really know what to do. And then I, I, I don't have a left hand, so I can't really turn out. So I, I just like looked in the middle and KJ was standing there and I just like flicked it over my back. He, was about, he makes was it seem like it was, things. he makes it seem like it was so like. It was intimate. Time, it was love. I, it was love at first up. sight. Whoa, whoa, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you the real defensive story. How I'm looking at this goddamn thing. So he's coming up the right, the right side. I'm like, all right, he has a show. He's going to go to the goddamn rack. I'm on his penalty. I'm going to hold him. And get a flag, but instead I'm on top of. He not throws behind his back. He throws behind mine too, <laughs> right to the guy in the crease. I've never <laughs> seen something like this. I'm like, if I make a top ten play, that could be it. Because it not you not it's not only his back, but it was my back as well. I was like, how yeah. the you don't you don't we don't in America we don't no one knows that no one does that. It's like if that's a, if someone does yeah. that, you're like all right, whatever, fuck it, like. And I'm looking at it like, and Chad would not stop fucking talking about it, bro. No matter what. <laughs> you, like, MLO, reposted, <laughs> MLO reposted, Chad, like, send it to me. Someone reposted. Really? Like, <laughs> every, like, everywhere, bro. He goes, did you miss him, bro? Like, I'm like, dude, you don't understand. I was like, I'll take the penalty. But meanwhile, I'll take the penalty, and they got the ball, and they scored. So. Yeah. There was a flag, too. It was a flag. I was like, it's a hold. It's fine. But he yeah. decided to go fuck the top 10 and put me on the fucking post. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll I, I, I take I just, that though. That I'll was lucky, that. but he wasn't supposed to be there. He was not supposed yeah. to be there. That was the point. Yeah, Listen, I don't know. At the end of the day, 
I didn't. Did, did, yeah, it was a good play. Fucking like, sick play. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna show my kids that play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll see that regardless. You don't have to show them. I'm sure that's going down in the history books. <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, so obviously, at the end here, we we have a couple icebreaker questions for you, Randy. Boom. Uh, and so cool. we'll start off. All right. Here we go. You can only pick one Thompson brother to play with. Who are you going with? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Lyle, Lyle, no, he's Lyle's gonna be at his door. I've like, pick me my teammates, but I've always oh. played with. I played. Me and Lyle are the same age. He's like I'm two months older than me, so I played with him basically my whole life. And uh, so I would say Lyle, yeah. Okay, uh, all right. But that's messed up. <laughs> all, all the other Thompsons gonna be at his door like this. Exactly. Hey, bro, I heard what you said. I'll be getting a text. Yeah, <laughs> yeah soon. All right, so uh, you had to play one Here we team go. in the national championship Here in we college. Go. Rutgers or Hofstra? Oh, I don't know. Uh, this is Chad's question every time because Chad's been losing. So this is why he's asking really? this question. He's been losing. Yeah, I, I would say I would say Hofstra. Let's go! That good thing, <laughs> no, bad thing. That's, that's not good for you, bro. Fuck that. That's fucked. I thought you won, to, I thought you won a competition. I was so excited. At least you're in there. At least you're there. Yo, you see that? That's the thing. That's why he hugged you, because he's clueless. He's clueless. Oh, my he's, God, bro. Oh, my. So, no. all right. All right, here we go. Here's, here's the question that I have been waiting for. The oh. game's on the line. Call a timeout. I'm going to give you a scenario. The game's on the line. You call a timeout. Timeout. You're a coach. You got both of the Stott brothers on your squad. Five seconds ago, who has the ball in their stick coming off the end? Me. Line? Oh! Now I'm the question. Me. Now I'm the question. <laughs> you want to win? On my mind. If you ask oh. my brother, he would say him. Yeah, we smart. I'm going to start. I, I mean, me, I'm six years older than him. Mm. All yeah. right, I got another question. I think we know the answer to this. Who is the best attackman that you ever ran on a line with? That I ran on a line with? Yeah, that you played with. Out of the three of you guys, if you could pick one guy, you're like, that was the best player I played with. Who would you say? Oh, dude. Yeah, you can put on the spot. Yeah, yeah you did. Um, I played with, like, fuck. Oh, God. That's, that's – uh, Give us, give us two. Like, give us th- I'm just, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I would say probably, I'll give you three. Lyle, okay. Jordan Wolf, and mm. Kevin Rice. Kevin Rice. Wow. Ooh, wow. Kevin Rice has slept on. Rice has slept, slept on. on. Slept I like on. Rice a lot. All right, all right. Chiefs man, so Chiefs man. we have, give me your best player in the world, both outdoor and indoor. Who are your oh. best best players you're going all time or right now like currently. right now right now if you're a gm and you had to pick Start best players up. you could pick one player okay indoor i would probably pick mark matthews mm. um outdoor oh i'm trying to think pll too I think me and Chad have our guy. We know our guy for 
in the world. Yeah. Schreiber. Yeah. Schreiber. Uh, healthy Schreiber. Healthy Schreiber. He healthy is nasty. Schreiber. He is nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would give it to Schreiber. Schreiber. Oh, yeah. For sure. There you go, Randy. Yeah. All right. I would give it to you. Said- Who is outdoor? Who? What goalie gives you the hardest time? I love these questions. Um, <laughs> uh, yo, uh, Scannoni. Scannoni. Yo, that's the second dude, person. That guy, yeah. Dude, that guy's robbing me left and right, and I hate dude, it. Dude, he is. I put him in college. Oh, I hate he's it. He's nasty, bro. Dude, the only and thing I, I, I chirp him because I'm so mad at myself, and I just like, oh. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. The only thing he's missing is a ski mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, you know, it's crazy. Out of college, he didn't get drafted. By anybody, PLM, no one picked him yeah. up. And he was goalie play, he was the goalie of the year. He was filthy in college too. And now he comes on the stage. People are like, oh my God, I'm so surprised. I'm like, dude, he was nasty in college. He was a UMass though, right? Yeah, he was a UMass. Him yeah. and Papara yeah, were all he, first team all Americans, though. They were nasty, dude. He, he was a first team all American. Yeah. I think second team all American. I think behind really? born, born Lord, I think. Yeah. He oh, was wow. filthy. Yeah. Cause that's when they were right. top five, top five in the country, top ten. Randy, I want wow. you to think about this next question. Oh, God. Dude, I've been thinking. You heard my head. <laughs> this next question. You're an indoor and outdoor GM of a professional lacrosse team. Yep. Who are you drafting, Jeff Teat or Tahoka? Oh, that's tough. Indoor, who are you drafting? Indoor? Probably Teat. Mm. Outdoor, probably to August. Now, now can, I, can we ask why, why those reasons? I think, I mean, I've watched Teat play indoor uh, against my brother uh, for, I, I don't know, how many years, a lot of years. Yeah. And he he's just carried his team everywhere he went. <laughs> you know, he'd either get like three goals and like seven assists and, you know, you're putting up nine, 10 points, you know, that's crazy. And I think yeah. he's a guy you can kind of build a, build something around. And I think in outdoor Dehoga has um, the IQ and he has the ability to dodge, draw a slide, dump it and, you know, use his body and his hands. He's got some crazy hands. So um, I saw so him he, do some shit, man, in that Under Armour <laughs> game. I'll never forget this day in my life. It, I think it was a senior year in the Under Armour game. And I don't remember what he did. Like, he drew a slide to, like, mess around. I'm sitting there, and I'm on yeah. the couch. I'm like, who the fuck? I'm like, yo! Yeah. I was, oh, my. Yeah, he's yeah. he's yeah, he's that guy. I he's think, a walking highlight has, reel. I think he has too much space in field. Yeah. Honestly. And he's deceptively, he's like, he's fast. Like, he he's fast. Yeah. Like he, he's quick. He's like, quick. like you could like he's shifty. Like, and that's he's got a first, plan. his first steps quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, in a 40 yeah. yard dash, I'm not taking him no shot, but like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. GLE. I'm like, all right, yeah. he got a little giddy up, but Hey, Randy, man, yeah. it was amazing having you on the podcast. You, uh, I can't thank you enough. Awesome. Uh, keep doing what you're doing with Turtle Island. Keep being the, the guy that you are. And uh, we'll speak to you soon, brother.
I, I gotta get that post. I gotta get that post of, of Ra- me hugging Randy right here right next to the yeah. Yo, just like get, this. <laughs> Yo, Randy, Randy, get it to him. <laughs> exactly. Give it to him for Valentine's Day because he likes oh to hug people. Oh my God! Shut the hell up. Maybe maybe Turtle Island will make a shirt. <laughs> I'll buy go. it. I swear to I'll God, buy I'll buy it. it. I'll, I'll buy, buy it. it. I'll and buy I'll post it. on Instagram like this. <laughs> That's what he would. I hate you. Yeah. All right, yeah, boys. Dude. I'll see you guys. Appreciate it.